not at the track? The Hot Pass Racing Network puts you at the track with ARCA and all the major NASCAR series. From Daytona to the final checkered flag, the Hot Pass Racing Network is your inside pass. All right, race fans, let's get rowdy. The next 60 minutes will be two men talking one thing and one thing only, racing. From the third tracks of the Carolinas to the super speedways of Daytona and Talladega, no race is too big or small for this duo. Ladies and gentlemen, these are our hosts, Rowdy Maglite and Kyle Magda. This is the Rowdy Maglite Show. All right, everyone, I'd like to welcome you to the Thursday night edition of the Rowdy Maglite Show. As always, I got Kyle Magna all the way up there in PA. What's going on, Kyle? Hey, Rowdy. Uh, weather's been pretty good. Uh, got to see some World of Outlaws last week, and, uh, you know, more racing to come here this weekend. Uh, got Mahoning Valley Speedway on Sunday for their big $7,000 to win modified race, so there's a lot going on. Uh, the World Outlaw late models are at Port Royal on Saturday, along with the 410 Sprint cars. So, a uh, lot going on. Uh, Big Diamond Speedway Friday night, URC Sprint cars along with the Modifieds, and also Williams Grove Speedway, the 410 Sprints with the 358 Sprints. So, that's kind of what's going on up here. And, uh, you know, we got All Star Race this weekend North Wilkesboro. You know, uh, we still have to hear from uh, Christian Eckes and his truck went at Darlington. So, we got a lot to cover here tonight. And I think Rowdy has our first guest on the line. He's just uh, getting him ready, Rowdy. Uh, all right, Kyle. I like to, guys, I'd like to bring on the winner from the Music City 200 this past weekend at Nashville and racing in the Arkham Menards Eight Series, Luke Penhouse. Welcome, Luke. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Man, Luke, uh, winning at that prestigious track. Uh, kind of walking through that last, that last lap. Yeah, it was a wild one. I didn't uh I didn't really know how it was going to go over um just with kind of our pace the whole race and we really decided halfway through that run that it was going to be the race for second so that's kind of what we put ourselves in position for and um you know we decided to get to second thankfully and we we're planning on finishing second and we got a lucky caution and um it played out in our favor and then um you know restarts can go either way so we just we just knew we had to uh, you know, not spin the tires and be clean to the shifts and uh, get to turn one first. And, um, you know, after that, it's kind of kind of history from there. But, um, yeah, just really good day for us, really good momentum now that we have going into this weekend and um, hopefully get to do it again this weekend. Well, uh, Luke, three starts in the Arkham Menard series and you get a victory. Do you kind of give some of that credit for being part of that Alec Wiki developmental team? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I I learned a lot through the Alan Quickie Driver Development Program. Um, they, they they taught me a lot, whether it was, you know, on the racetrack or, you know, on social media or whatever the case may be. Um, it puts me in positions where now I can take it to take it to this level and um, you know, show it on track. So um I'm happy to happy to be a champion in, in that and um, you know, it's it's such a good program for short track racing and I w- I'm very thankful for it, and, um, you know, now I get to lean on those type of deals to, um, you know, have success nowadays. So, 
Um, yeah, it's for sure really good for, for younger drivers. Luke, uh, I've been around this for quite a while and, and never been to Slinger, but actually you've won at Slinger and been a check, 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 champion there. What's it like racing mm-hmm. Slinger? Yeah, I got to experience Dover here a couple of weeks ago, and it was like a it was like a small Dover, it, and Dover was like a big slinger. So, um, just high banks, you're on the throttle a lot, you can stab the gas a lot, and it's just really close corners. Things happen really quickly there, so um, you just got to be on your toes. And and for Slinger Nationals. You can lose your mind really quickly. I did that the first year at Ranslinger Nationals. And, um, you know, you just have to be so focused and, and so in tuned with your race car and the track as well. So it's a it's a fun fun racetrack for sure, one of my favorites. And, um, you know, it, it's always going to be home to me as, you know, I'm from Wisconsin. So it's, uh, it's always cool to go back up there. Well, now you move to a quarter mile page. Flat at Flat Rock. Uh, what's the thoughts on Flat Rock? Yeah, I'm excited for Flat Rock. Uh, it should be, you know, I've watched some videos from past races, and uh, it looks to be a good racetrack. I'm excited for it. Um, you know, it's another racetrack to check off the bucket list and uh, another opportunity to, get, to grab a checkered flag. So I'm I'm excited to go there with, with our Pinnacle Racing Group team, and, um, you know, hopefully we have a good car and can go two for two. Hi, Luke. You have Kyle here. Uh, first of all, thanks for coming on the Rowdy Maglite Show. First mm-hmm. question for you is, um, what's it been like running the Arkham and Art Series East, those kind of cars? And, you know, what's what's that like compared to what you're used to running? Yeah, they're a lot different than what I'm, what I'm used to. I'm used to a straight rail car, super late model. And, um, you know, the heavy heavier cars are just um, so more, much more critical, whether it's tires or you know, steering input or, or just whatever it is. Arrow is a, is a big one. And, um, you know, just trying to learn and, and critique the, the ARCA cars um, have been the biggest learning difference. And I got great people around me that, that helped me do that, um, whether it's in the Chevy, de, Chevy department or, you know, my crew chief, Shane Huffman, he's been around these cars a long time. So um, to lean on those type of guys, it's uh, it's been fun to work with these cars and I've enjoyed them. Um, I've done a test a couple of years ago in an ARCA car, and I really wasn't sure about it. I didn't really like it at first, and um, now I, I'm having a blast with this Pinnacle Racing Group team, and um, it's a lot of fun, and, and hopefully we can keep going and keep chasing checker flags. Talk a little bit about your SRS, SRX experience. I know you got to run a couple races in there. Yep. Yeah, so I won Slinger Nationals uh, in 2021, and uh, that was a big year for me. We won the the Quickie uh, development program as well that year, and that really just put me on the spotlight for, you know, everybody in the racing world. And to do that SRX, uh, that was pretty much a dream come true, to, to race with all those guys, talk to all those guys. That was the biggest difference was just to talk to those guys, hear the stories and hear what I can improve on and uh, learn from and, um, you know, now I can lean on some of those guys to this day. So it's been uh, a huge opportunity for me, and I'm I'm very thankful for uh, those guys, everybody at SRX. Tony Stewart has been a huge help to me, and, um, you know, I'm just thankful for those connections, and it's part of where I'm at today. So 
uh, definitely, uh, definitely a fun event for sure. And, uh, super glad I could be, could be a part of it. Who were you able to lean on the most, uh, throughout your career? You know, who, who have you been, you know, who's been helping you out the most and who, who's been helping you get around the track as fast as you have? Yeah, I would say, um, I first started with Tom Ress, uh, in Wausau, Wisconsin. That was my, that was my first crew chief, uh, that I ever started with in a, in a, in a Midwest truck series. And then I moved into a late model at 14 and, and I've been with him ever since. And, um, he's taught me a lot. He's kind of taught me how to drive a race car and, and be consistent and be smooth and pass cars and just everything you do in our, inside a race car. So, you know, I have to lean on him for one of the biggest creditors. And, um, you know, now I'm at a point where I'm down South and leaning on guys like Josh Wise or, or Lauren Rainier, or, you know, Shane Huffman, whoever it may be, um, just my little circle that I'm kind of surrounded by, they all help me now at, at this point in time. So, um, you know, I still do still do the short track level, but um, it's just kind of different now with the, with the down south stuff being the priority and the main focus. But, um, you know, they've all been a big help to me, and obviously my parents have been huge supporters of me, and my whole family has been behind me in, in my short track racing career and, um, you know, thankful to have them around me. My last question for you is uh, talk a little bit about the competition in the Arkham Menard Series East. What have you gathered from it so far? And, you know, what, what do you expect in a come flat rock? Yeah. I mean, everybody says it's, it's, you know, easy, you know, and, and there's not a lot of cars and there's not a lot of competition, but, um, when you beat the 18 car, um, in a, in a cup team, it's, it's very rewarding. So, um, you know, that's, that's the biggest thing is if you come into the series, you need to win to prove yourself. And, um, you know, that's just what we're trying to do with, with a new team and obviously a new driver and, um, you know, to beat those guys and Venturini Motorsports, they've been really good this year as well. Uh, it's not very easy. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been good you know, having good finishes and building that momentum and um, winning Nashville was, was really big for us now to go into Flat Rock, another short track, and um, in the Midwest as well. So I'm looking forward to going there. I hope we have a, a really good car, and, um, you know, hopefully it's a it's a good race and we put on a good show for the fans. Hey, Luke, would you like to give a shout-out to the guys that helps you at the racetrack that pushes that car through tech and gets you ready for race day? Yeah, for sure. I mean, first of all, uh, Shane Huffman's been our crew chief here at, at Pinnacle Racing Group, and um, he's he's been behind our whole team and helped us along the way, uh, as well as Jerry and Mark Webb. They they started this team, and, um, you know, they gave us a lucky opportunity to go racing each and every week, and we're very thankful for them. And uh, also Team Chevy, Josh Wise, Lauren Rainier, everybody that kind of puts me in this spot and uh, gives me this opportunity and gives me a chance to kind of make a name for myself. Um, but all these guys behind me, Steve-O, Garrett, Aaron, Travis, Cowboy, um, you know, just everybody that, that works their tails off in the shop and gets these cars ready. And um, I'm very thankful to be around great guys. What about the sponsors that helps you go around there, Luke? Yeah, uh, Jerry and Mark Webb have, have provided us a very op- good opportunity to start our season off. And, um, you know, we've been very thankful for those two individuals that have uh brought this team to life and you know have made it made it what it is today and so 
uh, we're, we're going to go out and try to win in Flat Rock. And, um, you know, like I said, just thankful to have Chevrolet behind me. Josh Wise has been a huge help as far as, you know, whether it's on or off the racetrack, he's had me prepared at, at my best. So, um, you know, those two, those three inv- individuals, Josh Wise and, and Jerry and Mark Webb, have uh, been uh, the biggest supporters in my in my career so far. Luke, tell everybody where they can keep up with you this season. Yeah, we're we're gonna be um, on on the whole Arc Menards E series and um, going to Flat Rock this weekend. So uh, hopefully you guys can tune in there and um, all the social medias, Luke Fenos Racing, uh, Luke Fenos on most social medias, and uh, tune in. It's it's gonna be a fun season and uh, hopefully go get a couple more wins. Luke, thanks a lot calling in tonight and being part of the show. See you soon, my friend. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Yes, Thanks, sir. Luke. Yep. At times like this, I think how lucky I am to be a NASCAR Winston Cup driver and how fortunate I am to have a great sponsor like Napa Auto Parts because Napa understands quality and value and the importance of having a friendly, knowledgeable staff. And it's at times like this looking around at the empty grandstands and listening to the silence of pit road that I realize I'm at the wrong track. All right, Kyle. Well, speaking of Napa drivers, Rowdy, uh, Christian Eckes had a pretty dominant truck last Friday night in the 200-mile race, uh, holding off Stuart Friesen there at the end. Uh, you know, what, what did you think of the race, Rowdy? And, uh, you know, uh, what else, what, what did you gather from it before we listen to Christian? Well, I'm going to tell you, Kyle, that truck was fast all night. He would lose. He might come out of pit uh, down on one or two but it didn't take him long to get back to the lead. That they just he kept his fenders on and that, that truck was fast all night. Hey, kudos to uh Christian because he brought it home and uh, got to see him in victory lane. Let's listen to that, Kyle. All right, we are now joined by Christian Eckes, winner of tonight's NASCAR Camping World NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series race here at Darlington Raceway. Um we will go right into questions for Christian. Who would like to start us off? All right, well, while we wait, okay, we'll start with Bob. Bob Parker's Fox Sports, were all those late restarts nerve-wracking, or were you pretty confident? Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, uh, in times past, I probably would have been a little bit nervous, but I felt like our truck was so good that uh, it could kind of do most of the work for me. So uh, just overall, really proud of everybody uh, on this McAnally Hilgeman racing number 19. Um, obviously, it's been well documented. Our last five races have been probably the worst stretch in my career. So, um, and not really any of our doing. We've had race winning speed every time. It's just, uh, you know, certain things go certain ways. And uh, we put it all together tonight, executed well. Pit stops were amazing. And uh, yeah, it's a good end result for sure. You guys are a lively room. I know I'm pretty boring, but somebody's got to have a question here. There we go. See, now we we got some questions. Thank you. Go to the back, and then we'll come up to Hunter. 
Christian. I'm Christian Southern with Racing Carolina. Um, how does it feel to win at Darlington Raceway? Been a short track on throwback weekend. You had a dominating truck all night long. It's, so can I get your thoughts on what it was like here to win tonight? First of all, I like the first name. Um, second of all, yeah, no, I, I, our truck was just really, really good. And, you know, this place is really, really tough to get a good truck. And I, I, this is probably the best truck I've ever driven as far as speed-wise and drivability-wise for the, the racetrack conditions. And uh, we put it to the test tonight for sure. So, yeah, it's uh, super cool to win here. Hunter Thomas with the fourth turn dot com. Christian, you grew up kind of racing at Myrtle Beach Speedway that isn't too far away from here. What's it like uh, going through the ranks and the grassroots and then making it here to NASCAR and then actually getting wins? This is your second win this season. Yeah, no, it's it's been a long journey for sure. Uh, it hasn't exactly been the path that I was uh, expecting it to be, but uh, I wouldn't trade all the experiences and things I've been through for the world. Um, I feel like they've made me uh, a better person, a better race car driver, and um, really feel like I'm in a, a really good spot to go and prove a lot. So, um, yeah, no, it's it's cool to to win here for sure. And uh, yeah, I guess Myrtle Beach is really you know not too far from here. So, um, yeah, just just really thrilled. Thanks, man. Okay, uh, LA Stern Sports Talk 805.com. How concerned were you when uh, Byron got there right behind you? Uh, yeah, a little bit concerned for sure. Um, you know, I was really focused at that time, just trying to put some laps together. But uh, he was making some ground there at some point. And uh, I grew up racing against William, and we all know how good he is. So uh, to to beat one of the best uh, in the top series um, in kind of our backyard is, is really cool as well. Any additional questions for Christian? All right, Christian, congratulations. Thank you. And Kyle, that was one of those situations I just couldn't get there. I, you know, I, I grabbed the victory lane photo, took off down to the corral to get down there, did that, and got back to the uh, media center was as Christian was walking out. So, what about less than five minute interview there, wasn't it, Kyle? Yeah, Rowdy, it was three minutes and thirty five seconds. But uh, yeah, tough crowd in the media center. Yeah, uh, Christian from uh, Carolina. What uh, Carolina racing? I believe what he goes by. Jumped up there. The two Christians for at once there. Because uh, he had the lucky mustache, is what I thought. Uh, Kyle, <laughs> that's what I told Christian when I seen him. <laughs> Was it the lucky mustache? And he's wanting, said he's ready to shave it off. Yeah, I wouldn't blame him, but a uh, second win for uh, for Christian Eckes this year, the other one coming in Atlanta. So uh, two wins, and they're, they're they're solidly into the playoffs. So uh, good 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 uh, start for the McAnally team. And uh, Rowdy, I know we have Derek McGrew Jr. coming up from from Rise Motorsports. Uh, I know he'll be making his Arkham Menards East Series debut this weekend at Flat Rock. And uh, Rowdy, um, looking forward to talking to him and asking him about his uh, his short track Super Series uh, 602 Crate Sportsman win at Ackward Speedway last weekend. Absolutely. Absolutely. Got him two winners on this weekend, this week, Kyle. 
two. That Alan Kowicki, uh, they run. Tom Roberts has that's a great program at, with the Alan Kowicki Developmental. And Kyle, before we get started, what about uh, Bubba Potter winning the ASA Stars National Tour race last night? Yeah, that was a long night. Uh, got rained out Tuesday night. Uh, they ran the last chance qualifier Wednesday afternoon. Uh, they started with the Cars Tour race, the uh, Pro Late Model, 75 laps, won by Augie Grill. And then the Super Late Model portion of the night of the Cars Tour, uh, won by pole sitter Brendan Queen. Uh, and then the ASA race uh, concluded the night, Bubba Pollard be- beating William Byron um, for the victory at North Wilkesboro. So uh, they've been busy and uh, rowdy. Uh, just looking at the schedule uh, for the Cup Series, I know they have, they'll have practice on Friday uh, in qualifying. And then they'll have heat races on Saturday night, so uh, that'll be interesting. And then the, the All-Star race is on Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern on Fox Sports 1. Um, you know, if you're checking your programming, uh, just keep in mind that the, the NASCAR Crafts and Truck Series race at North Wilkesboro is going to be on Fox on Saturday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern. So, uh, you know, if you're looking for some stuff. And also, one more thing, Rowdy, uh, the Arkham Menards East Series race from Nashville is going to be rebroadcasted. On uh, Sunday, May 21st at 12.30 p.m. on CNBC. So um, you're looking for your TV listings there. That's kind of what's going on. Um, a lot of racing this weekend. Of course, the Flat Rock race will be live on Flow Racing. And uh, also the All-Star race as well. So a lot going on, like I mentioned, a lot in the Northeast. Uh, Rowdy, getting ready for next week. I think Thursday through Sunday going to be very busy for Memorial Day weekend. Uh, the All-Star Circuit of Champions are going to be coming to town um, they're going to start at Bridgeport Speedway. That's Thursday, May 25th, followed by a stop to Williams Grove Speedway on Friday, May 26th, and then the two-night Bob Weicker Memorial for the All-Star Circuit of Champions, $10,000 to win on Saturday night and $29,000 to win on Sunday night. That's at Port Royal. So, uh, Rowdy, trying to look at my schedule, uh, seeing what I can get to, and um, we're just uh, looking forward to having uh, Derek on here pretty soon. Uh, absolutely, Kyle. Uh, he's getting ready for Flat Rock. Uh, what about Billy Venturini returning? You know, and I've I seen the interview, Kyle. It's like, you know, I'm not, this is not no racing career I'm trying to revive. It's just something on my bucket list. And he says, I, I, I own enough cars, I can do it. And I, I just want to go out and race Flat Rock. Don't want to compete. Want to be competitive, but don't want to. It, it's not a priority to win. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, I'm not surprised he's running. But uh, you know, uh, 25 car going to be. It surprised me. It's been 17 years since he's been in a car. Yeah, it's been a while. I've noticed a lot of people have been, been or a lot of drivers have been coming back and. Uh, running these races, so um, notice that it's been a trend here lately. So uh, I know we had Brian Weber on the show. I know he attempted the NASCAR Xfinity race at Phoenix. I know it was the first time in like almost 20 years he was in, in a in the series. You know, I, you know, I know Stanton Barrett was running ARCA a couple times. I know he's been running the NASCAR Bush Series back in the day. So um, yeah, Rowdy, it seems like you know more and more drivers are starting to come out, and we're starting to see more drivers out there. So. Um, I know you and I were kind of chatting about Pocono. I know it's still a little bit ways out. It's about two months out. But 
Um, I'm expecting a good race there. I think you know. I think you're going to have the same players you had at Kansas. I think you're going to have Jesse Love, Dean Thompson, Connor Mosack. Uh, I think we're going to have some of the same drivers there contending as well. So um, really interested to see how Pocono is going to stack up here. I know that's like I said, two months out, Rowdy, but uh, you know, looking. You know, the dirt stuff's good. Um, you know, you can check our galleries out, you know, from Darlington Throwback Weekend and also from the uh, Williams Grove World Outlaws show. So that's RowdyMaglite.com. Uh, you can check us out. We have everything on that site. Um, you know, I, I have it laid out decent. And uh, you can look at the Facebook page, the show page, the YouTube channel, your TikTok. So, uh, yeah, check it out. Um, a lot of good content on there. You know, we try to try to keep it as updated as possible. So, I have a quick write-up on there from last weekend as well from the Outlaws and also Larson, Kyle Larson, before getting taken out by Ross Chastain in the cup race. So um, did win that race on Saturday, Rowdy. Um, yeah, thrilling last lap battle with John Hunter Nemechek and uh, Kyle Larson getting getting the win. And, and Rowdy, uh, Kyle Larson's last two wins have actually not come from Hendrick Motorsports. They have been from Junior Motorsports at Watkins Glen last August. And then with college racing at Darlington, and he will be back for the Xfinity race there in the fall with Hendrick Motorsports, and he's also running Sonoma for Hendrick. So uh, that'll be the first time the NASCAR Xfinity Series will be at Sonoma. So uh, that's in June. So, uh, yeah, Rowdy, we've got a lot of road course racing coming up still. Um, you know, we have the Chicago well, Street Course Kyle. Race. Yeah. So uh, we got a lot of road course racing coming up, and, uh, you know, we got the Coca-Cola 600. You know, Jimmy Johnson going to be back in that race, and... Just interested to see how that's going to go, too, you know, 600 miles and, you know, Memorial Day weekend, the Indianapolis 500, that's all starting up this weekend. So a lot going on, Rowdy, and, uh, you know, it's good, you know, good racing's back in PA, and I know Gateway's a few weeks as well, so there's just a lot going well, on right good. now. Kyle Gateway has already announced uh, today that they're, all their camping has sold out. Congratulations to them. And they've got some camp. They've got a large camping area. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, it, it's a it's a good one, Kyle. I, I like Gateway uh, Worldwide Technology puts on a great show. Yeah, they do, Rowdy, and I I think they they deserve the Cup race. Uh, you know, of course that came at the expense of Pocono, but you know Gateway's a good track, and you know if, if you're going to lose a race to a track, you'd rather lose it to Gateway. So, um, you know they had a good Cup race there last year. Joey Logano, who wound up winning the championship last year, won the race. And I thought it was a pretty good race, Rowdy. I mean, I know you were there for the trucks also the whole weekend. And uh, some Lucas Oil Dirt late models, or excuse me, World of Outlaws late models at Tri-City as well. So you had a busy weekend last year. So, um, yeah, I've, I've noticed that. And, you know, I know Gateway's in a few weeks. But, yeah, Gateway, you know, 25 years, over 25 years now. Gateway Motorsports Park. You know, IndyCar was there at one point. So just a lot of history there. And uh, it's always nice that you can see the Gateway Arch, uh, from the track, even though the track is considered to be in Illinois. Yeah, uh, yeah really, yeah. The, it's a beautiful ambiance. Uh, big concert, a lot going on. They're going to have race day back again. Uh, Kyle, it just, they really know how to put on a show. And Kyle, two weeks away from being completely demolished. Two weeks. I believe it. Uh, you know, it's good that uh, you know tracks are still up and uh, running. And I, you know, I always I always try to compare it to North Wilkesboro. 
You know, I mean, that track was nothing like four years ago, and I mean, look at it now. There's going to be the Cup Series tomorrow. So it's just uh, it's amazing, you know, what some of these revivals of the racetracks have happened. I just sent uh, a text off Kyle, so about seven, eight minutes ago. So, Kyle, uh, down with Darlington, man. I tell you, that, that, that Darlington race, if you, for the folks that's never been to Darlington, the throw, throwback weekend's pretty awesome. But that Labor Day race is another good race, uh, Kyle. It just makes for, makes, Darlington's just a great place to see, see a race. Fan friendly. Yeah, it's a good time. Uh, I, you know, I always, I always, I always use Pocono as an example of being fan friendly, but I, I, I would believe Darlington would be as well. So, uh, yeah, it has a lot to do with the racetrack. Doesn't matter where you're at. You know, I know Charlotte's coming up. That's the next point to race for the Cup Series, and uh, you know, got Gateway and that stretch coming up. So, uh, Rowdy, there was some some new more news coming out of the NASCAR Xfinity Series. Uh, Jordan Taylor going to be behind the wheel of the number ten college racing car at Portland. Um, when that race happened. So I thought that was kind of some interesting news. Um, you know, with how much success that 10 cars had this year, two wins uh, with A.J. Allmendinger at Circuit of the Americas and then Kyle Larson at Darlington last week. So, yeah, Rowdy, uh, you got to see all three series there last week. Uh, like I said, uh, my, I think my favorite fro- throwback was the Roper racing truck with the throwing back to Jason Leffler's 2003 Incredible Hulk scheme that he ran at Milwaukee. So, uh yeah, Rowdy, and also Milwaukee, uh, speaking of which, which I was watching a little bit of today, that's back on the truck schedule, so I know that's in August, but, um, you know, they're going to be back to Milwaukee Mile this year, so kind of cool to see that, you know, with all the history that's there as well, and it's good to see these historic racetracks keeping up and running. I mean, you look at Williams Grove, 1939, Port Royal, 1938, I mean, there's just so much history at these tracks, and uh, got some really big races coming up, like I mentioned, so I'm um, looking forward to the rest of the year. Well, Kyle, a big kudos to everybody that played part in reviving North Wilkesboro. I mean, we don't get to see these tracks come back very, very, very few times. And we have, I mean, as far as seven years ago, you'd never even think the fairgrounds would have been even left in Nashville because they were so ready to tear it down. Uh, the Milwaukee Mile see it back Kyle I mean we've, we've been able to see the revival of some tracks and it looks like it's been better off saved than tore down yeah Rowdy uh, you know good to see North Wilkesboro back and uh, you know um, just good that we can uh, we can go back there um, you know the last cup race there was in 1996 and uh, you know the NASCAR Cup Series will be taken to the track tomorrow so uh, really looking forward to it and Rowdy, I'm kind of interested to see how the cup cars do there. Well, Kyle, me too. Uh, that should make for a real interesting race there now. Ideal if you're racing somewhere that's the all-star race that you're not going to be racing the season on. I, I, I think we need to get it away out of Texas to begin with. Yeah, you know, I, I, I like to see Wilkesboro back. Uh, it's good to see that. And, um, you know, they've, they've done a good job with that place. 
Uh, I think still a manual scoreboard out in the back stretch, so that's not too bad either. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of history with that place. I like historic racetracks. I like the history of all these places and visiting them and going to different places. It's always nice. So, uh, you know, I I know uh, I know you, I'm glad you've been able to make it to a few NASCAR races. You know, as far as my schedule, uh, it's looking like Pocono Watkins Glen right now, but uh, you know that could change. But um, Rowdy, uh, you know, it's been it's been a neat tackling the Pennsylvania dirt. Um, it's been a good time, um, you know, being on the tour there and following them every week and being at the World Outlaws race. I mean, that's really neat, you know, for us. But, uh, yeah, I know um, I just also want to say thank you to Brad Sweet, who won last Friday, and Billy Dietrich for taking their time out um, for uh, for doing that at Williams Grove. Uh, Brad Sweet won up leading every lap and uh, won the feature. And Billy Dietrich, uh, Danny Dietrich's brother, uh, Made the World of Outlaws feature, Rowdy. I uh, ran fifth in his heat race, made the feature, and uh, had a really good run. You know, he ran ran in the top 20, so, um, you know, it's good for him. I know he was a good interview, and, you know, it's definitely good to get those guys when you can. Wow, did you take them out? Your interviews off the board? I still have them, Rowdy. Oh, no, I don't. Did you play them already? No, I was waiting on you tonight to play them. Yeah, we can so do we that. Can talk about. Can you load those back up? Yeah, I can do that. Let's let's hit this right here and play. <clears throat> At the floor of Bam Lounge A northern boy just soaking in the virtues of the south Driven down from Boston He left five feet of snow Takes after those white sugar strands to the Gulf of Mexico Waved his hands in the air As his voice rose through the roof Spread in the message of his undisputed truth like an old-time revival, his old spirits gave him wings. He said this is the promised land, it's one the heart of Dixie me. If you get that special feeling that goes deep into your bones, if you've been moved by power grooves coming out of muscle shows, Y'all have down here. Smoky days, dreamland ribs washed down when I go big. King's first taste in Montgomery, and you know he saw the light. All right, Dave. Kyle. All right, Kyle. Uh, let's talk about this past weekend. You was able to face Sure, Roddy. I was able to get to the Morgan Cup Friday last Friday night uh, at Williams Grove Speedway. Um, that's the second event we've ever, co- at least I've covered for the World of Outlaws for for the site. So uh, definitely need to be there. Um, finally to get a, get to see an Outlaws race. You know, I got snowed out what three times in in March. So uh, yeah, it was good. Good. The weather's been been cooperating. We had a nice night of racing and uh, Rowdy Brad Sweet sticking it to the posse, uh, coming home with the win. Um, 
second career win at Williams Grove Speedway. And uh, it's just interesting to see, you know, these, these drivers do really good. And Brent Marks finished second, Donnie Schatz third. So he had the posse sandwiched in between two outlaws. And uh, now that, uh, you know, we have uh, we have um, we have a busy schedule coming up for them. And, uh, you know, hopefully I'll be covering the All-Star Circuit of Champions here next week. Talk a little bit about your race tonight. You go out there, you draw one for the dash, you lead every lap in that, and then you lead every lap in the features. So uh, they look easy out there. Well, sometimes that's how Williams Grove goes. You know, I think it was tough to pass tonight. Track position was key. So, um, you know, it, it was just one of those nights that it played out right for us, and we were able to capitalize and get the win. So uh, no no complaints on our, uh, our end with our Napa Auto Parts. How were the tires out there? How was the tire wear tonight? That was good. Everything was uh, Good track was good. I mean, there was a hole in three that made it interesting. Uh, the bottom slowed up a little, so it kind of got top dominant. But uh, like I said we were out front, and, and it worked out for us, so we're happy. Now, what's it like when you have success? I know you've won a Port Royal and you've won here too. Ah, I mean, these are just you know these are harder wins because of the competition level here, and these these tracks are tricky. So uh, yeah, when you win at uh, the Grove, it's really big. When you win at uh, Port Royal, it's really big, and when you, when you win at Lincoln. So luckily for me, I've been able to win at all three now, and you know, I think it says a lot about my career. You know, I mean, it's uh, a lot of time and effort out here, and, and you got to be diverse and, and be able to run from California to Pennsylvania to be an outlaw champion, and uh, we've been able to prove that. Kyle Maddie from Rowdy Maglite Racing Media here with Billy Dietrich. Uh, finished fifth in your heat race tonight. You made the feature. Um, how did your feature go tonight? Our uh, feature went really good. We... Uh, it was kind of back and forth. We we gained some spots, and then we lose some spots on them double fall restarts. And I think we were uh, 19th, maybe 12th. And then that last restart, I don't know if our tire just quit or car changed. We lost some spots, ended up 16th. But all in all, it was a good race. You've been running pretty good here lately in this car. Yeah, Barry's got a good car. He's got a good crew and good sponsors, and we're definitely getting it figured out and have a little momentum. So. Looking forward to coming back. How were the tires tonight? How's tire wear out there? Tire wear was good. Um, we ran the same tire all night. I think maybe it just through the heat it just cooled down and quit that last caution. But uh, tires were good. All right, Kyle. Busy night for you. Rowdy, I swear you played them on Monday, but uh, you didn't. But uh, we got we got to hear from uh, the winner. Brad Sweet and also uh, Billy Dietrich, so uh, two two drivers who had pretty good nights and uh, both were in the feature for the World of Outlaws. So uh, good to see both of them in it. What was the show like there, Kyle? It was good, Rowdy. Uh, you know, the crowd was good um, for a Friday night. Um, you know, uh, you know, got got done about I think ten thirty eleven. It got done, so uh, you know, um, not not too too late. But, um, yeah, it was good to be there, you know, to have the, the World of Outlaws back in town and, you know, at Lincoln Wednesday night and then uh, Friday night at Williams Grove Speedway. So, uh, busy time and, you know, uh, got got a lot of racing left. Uh, still got a couple weeks to go here in May and then, uh, you know, June starts. Boy, I'm telling you, we're up to a fast start here for the – it's fixing to be summer, not not spring, but summer, Kyle. The heat is on its way. It is. It is on its way. So uh, it's good to see Flat Rock back on the schedule for the Arkham Menards East Series. 
Uh, Kyle, they're getting ready. Out the main series, getting ready for Charlotte. I like Charlotte on the schedule. I think it's a staple for ARCA uh, to be there, and I, I think we're going to see another good race here. I thought Candace was really good, and I, I think Charlotte's going to be another good one. I, I like that when they double up with the NASCAR, Kyle. It makes for a great weekend of racing. I'd like to see the trucks and ARCA race more together also on a weekend to make it a weekend. So, Kyle, I guess uh, Derek maybe caught up in the moment here trying to get it ready for this weekend. That happens, Rowdy. You know, a lot going on and, uh, you know, Flat Rock coming up. And uh, hopefully it's a good race come Saturday. That's a 7.30 start. Eastern, yeah. 7.30 Eastern. Well, Kyle, what you got to let's close this thing out tonight. Well, Rowdy, uh, not going anywhere this weekend. Going to take a weekend off. Uh, like I mentioned, uh, the, the uh, World of Outlaw Late Models is going to be at Port Royal Speedway on Saturday with the 410 Sprint Cars. Going to be a really good show. Uh, Brent Marks, Anthony Mack are going to show up. So um, they got some big heavy hitters coming to town, so no, no shock there. Uh, Saturday, May 21st, uh, BAPS Motor Speedway, a 410 show for them. Uh, going to be a qualifier for the Kevin Gobright Classic, which will be coming up later in the year. And then um, next week, uh, Bridgeport Speedway, Thursday night, 10000 a win for the All-Star Circuit of Champions. Thursday, May 25th, Friday, May 26th, the Doug S. Tribute Memorial Race at Williams Grove Speedway with the All-Star Circuit of Champions. Then the All-Stars finish up at Port Royal on Saturday and Sunday uh, with the Bob Weicker Memorial, 10000 a win on Saturday night, 29000 a win on Sunday night. So a lot of money up for grabs, and uh, we'll have to see if Anthony Macri can try and defend that Bob Weicker Memorial title. He uh, swept both nights last year, so we'll have to see if he can do it again come this week or come in two weeks. Well, Kyle, I've, uh, my deal is I've got state playoffs for my granddaughters this weekend, and uh, I got Labor Day or Memorial Day things going on. So uh, getting ready for worldwide technology coming up there. That's the first weekend of June, too. Thanks, Rowdy. Appreciate it, Kyle. You're going to the race at Worldwide Technology. You better order your tickets because everything else is selling out. Expect a big crowd there. It was last time, too, Kyle. But big weekend. They got I like to hear that. I do, too, Kyle. We seem to be edging and going back in the right direction now. Appreciate Luke Finhouse calling in. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No 
purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.